rest of it. You ready to I'll start? Make me and have you. Is that no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm ready to start. All right. Well, I already pressed record. We're 20 seconds in. I thought you introduced the show, so... That's, that's I'll do whatever the heck I want. <laughs> hey, welcome back. This is the Locals Media Podcast. Here today with just an empty room and Colton. The empty room won't be talking because it's an empty room. Right. But uh, just Colton and I. And we're going to be talking about sitcoms today. Mm-hmm. Cue the laughing track. <laughs> That's good. I'll probably put a real laughing track in that because that's going to be... We went to the really wheezy laughing for some reason. <laughs> but yeah, just... Uh, I was telling Colton before we prepped this that because we did prep it today, mm-hmm. even though Jordan's not here to see it. Um, he'll never believe it. He'll never believe he'll me. He'll never listen. But uh, <laughs> I uh, was just working on some projects at home and I spent hours and hours working on something only to realized there was a mistake with what ha- what it did had upgraded software well i guess i can say it uh using lightroom for photos and i guess they upgraded it and for some reason there was like automatic settings that would try and fix things later so i get all this work done only to look at it to see that the computer was deciding what the final product looked mm-hmm. like so it was a it was a long night and i had to i have a tablet that i'll put like you know, YouTube or Hulu on it. I put Hulu on, was just watching. And I just wanted to watch an old laugh track sitcom because it kind of feels like that thing that's in the background of like most houses. It made me think of like as a kid that was on in the background, kind of like the background noise to like your childhood. And I just wanted something simple that I couldn't pay attention to that while I was trying to figure things out, I eventually gave up and went to bed. <laughs> what, what were you watching? Uh... <laughs> I was watching Seinfeld. I, I knew it. Like I knew, <laughs> I knew you were gonna say Seinfeld. Uh, that is like the uh, the epitome of a sitcom, though. Like it's so good. It's a it's, show. It's funny. It's getting dated. It. What they always call it. It's like the show about nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Larry true. David cued it. Like that was his thing. Like, like pitching it. I guess he was talking to people, and he's like, "It's a show about nothing," and they were like, "We're gonna need more than that, Mr. David." And then he showed like a clip of, I think they had a test footage of Jerry Seinfeld and George Costanza yeah. or yeah. what's his name? Jason Alexander. Uh, that's the actual actor's name. Yeah, uh, I guess Jerry Seinfeld's his character's name right. and his real name. <laughs> but uh, just them talking about like what clothes to wear on a date. And it was hilarious. Yeah. Like, and people liked it. Um, but just talking today about just that format and mm. our opinions on it. I feel like that's a that'll be a good topic, being that like just it better be we're both, recording. Both of our brains are broken <laughs> right now. I yeah. can't really think very much. I yeah. tell you how I'm I'm tired and I'll tell you like how tired I am. Um and I was I was at work earlier today and we were just doing some uh we were looking over some paperwork and I was trying to like see the the paperwork like see some writing mm-hmm. and i was holding it holding it in my hand and i went to enlarge it like you do on an ipad or something like that that's i've done that and i felt on a real piece of paper on a real piece of paper <laughs> like an idiot because i caught myself in the middle of doing it going why <laughs> that's, Man, that's stupid yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow uh but 
Yeah, I mean, sitcoms, we actually always, uh, uh, where I'm working at right now in Quincy, like, we, we always actually have sitcoms on during the day. I've been watching a lot of uh, Friends, because it's always, <sighs> well, watching it in passing. Uh, but then also Seinfeld, because that Sorry. one pops up. Yeah. Uh, and Do you then, like Friends? Like, I, every every once in a while, there's an episode that I'll be like, eh, that's pretty funny. I, I hate it. I'll be really? honest. I don't like it. My wife's watching it probably right now. She had it on when I was leaving. My, my brother likes it a lot. My brother, oh, his, his wife, my, my oldest brother's wife, loves it. And my reason is Matthew Perry. Really? I... I can't stand him. I don't know what it is. It's, he reminds me of that person. I'm socially awkward, and I don't like talking to people unless I really know them or like want to get something from them. I'll admit it. <laughs> and I feel like he's he represents that type of person that is up in your business, and it makes me... Cr- I Honestly, if he wasn't on it, and I know people are going to hate me for that, the eight people that listen, but... Uh, <laughs> I really like all the other characters. Like, I actually really find Ross funny. Like, mm. I was li- I was sitting there getting my laptop ready for tonight, and uh, I was watching, and, like, there was a bunch of things with Ross, and it made me laugh. And then Chandler, Matthew Perry's character, came in and was saying a bunch of things, and I was like, ugh. Is that, I, and what is it? Is it because, like, he diffuses, or he doesn't... What is it about? Oh, he's a diffuser. Like, comes into it... it it's... I don't know. I guess you could call it a diffuser. He comes in and pretty much, like, if there's any situation, like, he boils it down to, like, one quick little quip. Yeah. And like in it makes me laugh, but if it, that's his character the whole show. Mm-hmm. That and cocaine are the only things that really define that character. I don't think the cocaine's not really his character. It's just no. Matthew Perry himself did a lot of cocaine <laughs> during that show. and <laughs> uh, you, can, you can tell in some seasons. It's like, ugh. He looks like he's having a rough time. Yeah. Uh, okay, so question was what like first question first first thing we were wanting to talk about was going to be are do we do we still think they're a thing and that that's what's interesting last night i saw a commercial for a new one on tbs i guess tbs is still pumping out new multi-camera laugh track sitcoms like friends and uh there's a bunch of them and i didn't like any of them i mean Uh, yeah like like i was saying before the show like uh young sheldon mm mm-hmm like that one's a new one, and like that's just carrying on that dumpster fire that is the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I don't like the Big Bang Theory either because honestly, this might be a little bit inappropriate to say, but honestly, they are supposed to be nerdy, like socially backward yeah. guys, yeah. and they get with women on every other episode. But also, yeah, but also it's like not nerdy women either. No, but like, but saying like. Nerd culture is now mainstream. Yeah, like, like I have I have in this room like posters of comic books and you haven't hung them up yet, but they're in. No, they're, they're, <laughs> they're on the ground. But like, <clears throat> I'm here by Hal Jordan. Yeah, like Green Lantern, Thundercats, Batman, more Batman. You know, <laughs> Skyrim in the back. There's uh, a big your biggest fans right here. <laughs> my biggest fan. It's literally a fan. Um, like it's. It's a matter of like like the, these are things that I like, mm-hmm. but and, and I you know years ago I think that like social so the, the culture would have been like this is nerdy stuff, it's kind of the stuff you keep to yourself. Yeah. But now it, it's kind so you of, don't get put in the toilet. Yeah. You know, I was put in the toilet once. Praised. It's kind of praised now or expected that you're gonna 
that you like these things, especially with like say like Marvel uh, really bringing to the mainstream superheroes. Yes, you know. So I think that's indeed that's really changed how uh, public perception is of the people that like comics, which is great. Yeah, I, I, I don't mind it. I'm I, I'm not hating it by any means because it actually makes like finding people have an excuse to talk to us. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. But also like finding stuff, like finding cool things that. I, I want that, you know, like, I, I you can go to a comic book store or you can go to the different nostalgia shops or things like that that have all these really cool items and you can actually buy them mm-hmm. in person not just have to go to some obscure place on the internet just to find them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Well, heck, for me, it's video games. Like, I can't believe all the kids that wear, like, Atari t-shirts and Sega seems to be something that's, like, the hipster thing. Yeah. Like Sega stuff and Sonic. Sonic. I know we were talking about Sonic last time. <laughs> oh, Sonic. Uh, but uh, yeah. or maybe if this is the one after. Well, we talked about it in our podcast. We, we talked up. about Sonic, Sonic and Blade and all of them. But uh, it's funny because I feel like growing up, I remember getting made fun of for the fact that I had a Nintendo sixty four and that I played Sega Genesis, and I remember getting made fun of for that. I remember getting made fun of for going to the arcade. And nowadays, it's like, you know, all these posers wearing t-shirts for it, and it's like, come on. Like, you didn't beat Green Hill Zone on Sonic 1 like I did in my mm-hmm. sleep. You didn't have a Sega Genesis that you got at a pawn shop because your parents didn't know what the Nintendo 64 was, <laughs> but they saw this for 15 bucks and got it. Say, you, your, parents, your parents probably didn't call... Every system you got in Nintendo. Yeah. I mean, now it's all... <laughs> and it's all semantics. But I was saying, like, it's not like... <laughs> they're, you know, kids are calling them... You know, the parents are all probably calling them Xboxes or Playstations now. Mm-hmm. Everything Nintendo. It's like PlayStation kept it simple. They're like, we know parents are not going to know what this is. We're just going to put a different number behind yeah. them. The newer the number, the larger the number. Yeah, now parents are like, are you playing that... Well, this sounds like a grandma. Are you playing that game Nintendo Square... Fortnite, for you playing Fortnite in there? I just I, I, I said Fortnite just so you could hashtag like yeah Fortnite in get, there. Get Tag all the it. Fortnite people because you know twelve year olds love our content. But anyway, <laughs> we got off track with with sitting on our front porch well, rocking yeah, in our chairs saying, going look at the past. Well, I mean we were we're we're thinking about the past because we're thinking about like sitcoms and the sitcoms mm-hmm. that we watched in the past. Yeah. Um. So what were some shows man. that we grew up watching? I can think of one because I'm rewatching it right now and I love it. Go ahead, go ahead with it because I'm trying to think of something. That sh- that '70s show. That's se- see, I didn't actually watch that. That '70s show. I didn't no, watch I that said growing it. up. I watched that like when I was in college. Mm-hmm. That's that's when I really just blasted through because I didn't. We didn't watch a lot of TV at home, honestly. I'd say my dad loved it. We watched because a lot of, of the Walker, dad Texas Ranger. But that's not. <laughs> I didn't have a laugh track. They <laughs> <laughs> did. They killed this buffalo. <laughs> that's a great show though i liked that show that was one of the first crime shows i watched but that 70s show i grew up watching because i'd say the two three i'll say three they're always on in our house mm-hmm. where everybody loves raymond mm-hmm. my dad loved that show mm-hmm. uh Pretty much what my dad liked decided what was on the TV. We did watch Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. My parents, liked, my parents loved it. Deborah. <clears throat> yep. Uh, so Everybody Loves Raymond, Seinfeld, and that '70s show, 
I remember on it. I used to not like that 70s show as a kid because it made me uncomfortable watching with my parents because they talked about girlfriends and relationships. And I was like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Whereas, like, Seinfeld talked about, like, getting mad that someone took your parking space or that you spilled coffee on your right. shirt. Yeah. So, like, as a kid, I was like, oh, I don't care. Everybody Loves Raymond was just kind of like, oh, uh, if you're a dad, you're a dumb. Because <laughs> yep. that was one of the shows that... They kind of dumbed down the dad and, oh, I want to go golfing. Well, you can't, right? Because you got to clean up. The, oh, I don't want to clean the garage. And then he, like, sneaks out in the episode and gets caught later. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you're so dumb. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a trope that's still in TV shows, though, now. Like, I mean, it's... I feel like it was at its peak in the 90s where mm-hmm. it was, like, King of Queens, Everybody Loves Raymond. I mean, I think it... Dumb husband, smart wife. You're right. I think that's I think that's where it originated. Okay. I think that's... And, and so that's... it's. Everything that was being pushed out there was kind of like meeting that stereotype. But I think it's really hit its peak. Um, I mean, just even it, it permeated everything, not even sitcoms anymore. Like, I mean, you go to things like Modern Family or. I love Modern Family. It is, but I mean, like. Holy cow, that show's funny. Dad, did, he's not quite as bumbling, but he's still a bumbling guy. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> like. I wish Hulu would put the whole show on. They've only got the newest season. Where do you watch it at? Just TV? I haven't watched it in a while, actually, uh, I'll be honest. It's I, I thought it would be on who I've been trying to watch Band of Brothers and Modern Family, two very similar things. Band of Brothers. I have the actual... The Blu-ray 10 thing? The 10 thing, yeah. Yeah, cool. If you want to just borrow it, you can watch it all. I might actually take you up on it. I'll find it. It's here somewhere. Is it behind these posters you haven't hung up yet? Very well... Could be. Well, you don't have to find it right now. He's up finding it right now. So real quick, I'm going to tell you all, um, if you want to find us on social media, we're on Facebook and the Locals Media. Look for the black and white photo on Facebook. And then you can find me on... Oh, there you found it. You can find me on Instagram at made, the letter B, Mitch. See all of my photography and video stuff. And then also on Twitter with the Made by Mitch and... Colton Weldy is just Colton Weldy on everything. On everything. Everything. Absolutely everything. Makes it super simple. YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. I don't do anything <laughs> on YouTube at the moment as far as individually, but... Real random. Is this the Blu-ray one? I don't know. I don't think so. This was the first thing I saw on Blu-ray. I remember being in my friend's basement, and we watched it, and he, he was like, you'll probably be blown away. This is Blu-ray. And I was like... What what does that mean? I know blue is a color, and I know ray is like something in the ocean. I was like, is this a blue ocean thing? You know, because I'm stupid. But uh, he was like, no, it's like really high quality. Like you can see like the like string and their fabric on their clothes and stuff. And I was like, that seems kind of silly. And then they put it on. I was like, holy cow! Well, like it's, it's I can awesome. see the wounds on these soldiers and band of brothers. It's also gonna matter um, the TV that you're using, and if you're using a CRT TV from the 1930s, I had a Woody TV <laughs> from the 80s <laughs> that uh, I used at that time. Still had in my room, and one of my friends in his basement, which we were always hanging out at, so he had a ping pong table and then like a cool couch with mm. a nice TV. His parents got a nice TV in the basement, and that's where they just all watched everything. And I remember being like, holy cow, like, you can actually see that people are different on a TV, because that Woody TV I had, it's still in my grandma's basement. It fell, like, three times on me. It was heavy, right. but uh, it was it was nuts. To, anyway. To to turn back to, like, 
uh, ones that I watched growing up. Yeah, because you got and, time to research now. Well, yeah, well, that. <laughs> but, like, I'll be honest, we didn't watch a lot of current ones. Really? Like, we watched a lot of already had played through series. Reruns. Ooh, that's a good one. That um, one was always fun. Happy Days, you know, that, uh, let's see. Day, Obviously, day. my mom loves the Brady Bunch, and so we'd watch, we were on TV Land a lot. Hey, it's great. I love TV Land. They've got their own ones that are like new. And that's where I found out they got a lot of new ones on there. Like Betty White had a new one called Hot in Cleveland. It's like mm-hmm. her and like older actresses that used to be on like sitcoms. And it's it was like, actually Roseanne really funny. Had, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Don't bring that one. <laughs> she's, she, it was, it was you know that done. she sang the national anthem one time at a baseball game? I believe it. Yeah. I've and seen the national everyone anthem was mad. At a baseball game. Nobody heard it because somebody else was singing it through the microphone. <laughs> I'm tired. Uh, but, yeah. She's one of those people. It's like, they keep putting her in things, and then they're like, ah, oh, she's still offensive. And it's she's like... She's in... Um, that's kind of what she does. The later seasons of The Office. She showed up as... She was Andy's... Uh, wasn't she Andy's agent? I don't remember. I just... You're asking me at a too sleepy of time. I just watched through The Office again. This is probably... <laughs> it's, it's, nice. Thir- what, 300th? Thousand? This year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that and that 70s show, I rewatch a lot. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Katie will rewatch uh, NCIS. She's still watching through that. There's the occasional sitcom, like, cutaway in Scrubs, if that counts. Yeah, what is Scrubs in all this? It's a drama. Like, it is a com- it's like a lighthearted, like, comedy drama. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved that show. You were the first one that did show me that show. I, you introduced me to Futurama and Scrubs. Futurama's on that, on Hulu. Oh, yeah. I'm watching it. And I'm super That's happy my late that. night thing. That's... I just realized it was on... Because it's not on Netflix anymore. Because mm-hmm. Netflix apparently is stupid. Because Netflix got... They moved it to make way for their new one we were talking about. I know. Disenchantment, which is fine. Like... But yeah, Futurama is good. Futurama, I think, like, I, I've rewatched the first season, and I'll say that's why I want to give Disenchantment a, a proper chance, because... Because I didn't like Futurama at first. The first season of Futurama is a tough one, because the f- characters are figuring themselves out. It's not... It, nothing is, like... So you have characters being different, because, like, Bender... Bender kind of loses the whole, like, kill all humans that being his thing or committing suicide that being his thing mm-hmm. that he does it comes up every once in a while later in the series but it's not like that's that's who he is yeah like he's a person he's a narcissist yeah <laughs> that's who he is i uh i watched the first i'm rewatching that right now uh got to the first episode with zap brannigan <laughs> Do you want that, sir? Yes. Go get I them love, immediately. Ugh. I love the episode where it's like, uh, Leela. they go to war. Like, it's like, it's, uh, it's just like, uh, uh, it was like, can we, can we sign up for the military just so we can get our 5% or 3% discount and then immediately get out of the military? And he's <laughs> like, he's like, yes, you can. Uh, that is, unless war were declared. And then they sign up their names and they're like, the light starts going off. I'm like, what's going on? They're like, War has been declared. <laughs> and then they, they're on the planet, like, getting ready to do all this stuff. And Leela, like, thinks that Fry and Bender would get themselves killed. And so she, like, hides herself as a guy because 
women aren't allowed in the in the military anymore because of Zap. <laughs> <laughs> Zap Brannigan. Uh, like he, or and she like out outdoes everybody, mm-hmm. and, and and then and Zap is noticing her and getting really confused about like because he's attracted <laughs> to her. <laughs> I just remember the first ones when uh, they run into him. And they have to board to get something, if I recall right. And uh, it's like a cruise. He's like yeah. manning a cruise. Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> there's like, I, what's his assistant name? The Kif. Kif? Yeah. Kif. Remember, he's like, sir, we have an asteroid field ahead. We have to move. Well, what would be the brave thing to do? Uh, Probably avoid it. Nah, that's not what I'll do. And then he <laughs> go through and he's like, why are we hitting all these asteroids? And he's like, uh, sir, that's because we're in an asteroid field. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah. Yeah. Good work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> so we talked about, you said it was kind of like the older, like, yeah. when the sitcom, like, like you know, really, really mean, early on. Like, yeah. I think like really found it's, it's, happy it's days place. was awesome. Happy I days loved was happy awesome. days. I mean, and like family matters, um, uh, uh full house, mm-hmm. you know, those full house is good. I don't like the new one. It's a little too laugh tracky for me. Uh, and then Alf, you know, because Alf exists. Never seen it. Dude, you, what's you, it about? I know. It, I know about, what it looks like. It's about an Alf, an alien. I, I know he's an alien that eats cats. An alien life form. <laughs> does he eat cats he during does. the show? Yeah, I mean, you don't see him. I don't think you see him eat cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just uh, saw someone with a shirt that said here to party and eat cats and it had Alf on and I was like, I guess that's a sub point of the show. Every time, like, every time this last uh, holiday season, like around Christmas time, um, I was over at uh, some of our friend, my friend's houses and uh, one of them was like, you need to watch Elf. I was like, Elf? Like every time they'd say Elf, <laughs> I thought there's like, oh, it's almost yeah, time. Yeah, let's watch Elf. <laughs> like, <laughs> always deterring, always wanting an opportunity to watch Elf. Nobody else does. I don't get it. Um, did you ever see Mork and Mindy? A little bit of it. I heard that was also really good. Robin Williams. Yeah. I mean, so I, I'm sure it's good. I mean, you got, but also Fresh Prince. Oh, that, yeah. That one. That one was super funny to me. Like, oh, that yeah. was one we'd sit around and watch. That was the thing. Like, I don't think, I think, I think growing up, uh, I didn't actually, we didn't sit around and watch a lot of TV. You had a good family, that's why. <laughs> My like, family, we just sat in front of the would, TV. We would have, like... Endlessly. Well, I don't know if my parents would or not, but, like, growing up, we were definitely limited on how much TV we could watch. Mm-hmm. It be like, okay, you have we'll watch it for an hour, and then you'll go to bed, or you'll go outside. Sometimes, doesn't matter what time <laughs> it was. <laughs> you know? Bed or outside. Saturdays. Like, I'd, three in the morning. I'd be at Granny Crane's house with a root beer float that I could sometimes even get refills on, watching Cartoon Network... Until falling asleep, and then I'd wake up at home. That's pretty good. It's magical. Oh, I miss that time. I, now I want a root beer float. I'll have to buy one uh, on the way home. Yeah, I'm gonna after after this. I'm gonna, go, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go and get food because I haven't eaten yet and I'm starving now. Yeah, that's silly. Yeah, but back to the format of the show. <laughs> uh, so we talked about what we kind of grew up, what our parents watch. What What did you like about the format? Because I would say the thing that I like about it is. There's really no such thing as, even though I've talked about some that I didn't enjoy, there's really no such thing as one that's not entertaining. Like, it's kind of like a slow pitch of a TV show where mm-hmm. it's like, it, it kind of forces you to laugh at it times. Can't, it's, not, it's not a drama. 
It's not a drama. At all. And so it, there's always movements in the show. Because mm-hmm. so, it's, it's never like... Exactly, yeah. You're never going like... There's, the show is, is as close to a stage play as you can get on TV. Yeah. Because everyone has to express what they're feeling mm-hmm. it can't be subtle at times like i mean every once in a while you'll get the like a close-up or something to where you're you're looking and saying like okay this person is feeling or but then but it's very rare i think yeah. most of the time it's it's like reactions so it's it's built to reward you for just watching it for a very short period of time and to anyone that maybe just doesn't know like so let's say we were talking about Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. Everybody Loves Raymond was shot in front of a studio audience mm-hmm. that those were real laughs. It wasn't a laugh track. Um, and it was like a stage. Mm-hmm. And like when they would change, it was literally like watching a play. They just filmed it with multiple cameras and it became what's pretty much like most people just call it sitcoms. I don't know what that, do you know what sitcom stands for? Sitting while people communicate. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't hmm. know. That might be an internet search thing. But I would say that was a... Th- like, you really can't fail with it. Like, it's gonna get you from... Situation comedy, actually. That makes sense. There it is. That's, That's incredible. Why almost all funny. <laughs> because it's all situational, like, oh, I broke the wall. Like, everybody loves Raymond's like, ah, oh, I broke the washer. Right. Like, Oh, I need to hide the salmon I didn't eat why, from my wife. That's why they connect with a lot of people, because it's like... They usually take concepts that are relatable. Yeah, like hiding food that you didn't want to eat. That's I think I think that's legitimately though, like why Seinfeld was as as well received as it was. Yeah, because a lot of people do nothing. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's a good point. That's a good point. Because I mean, there were so many. Like one of my favorite episodes, I remember George Costanza is my favorite character. Mm -hmm. It's followed by Kramer. (laughs) But George Costanza's things, like I find my find a very relatable. Were like getting mad about something and not getting over it. Uh-huh. There was one episode where he went to a party in like college, if I recall right, okay. and someone spilt coffee on his favorite sweater. And that lady was later having a baby shower. And so he was like, well, Jerry, I'm going to put this on and go to the... And he's like, why? And he's like, well, she spilled something on it. I want her to know that I'm better than that guy that just gets coffee spilled on that everyone laughs at. And he literally goes to the party and like, tries to accentuate that he's wearing the coffee stain shirt and he ends up just looking really stupid. And that seems far-fetched, but in reality, it's like, good grief, like, people that could are, ha- you could, I could see someone doing that. Like, people are that trivial. Ugh. Like, absolutely. And I think that, that that is why we all love sitcoms, or a lot of people love sitcoms. Like, mm-hmm. Or at least everyone has one that they love. Yeah. I think everyone has one that they really enjoy. For example... My dad's favorite sitcom, I would say, is Cheers. Mm. He watched when that when we first got Netflix. He saw that was on there, and he was literally like, "I can't even imagine living in a world where I could watch this show whenever I wanted." Because he said this show was always on, but I never could see it because of work. And he's like, "I can actually watch it at home now." And I was like, "Oh, well, I want to see what the show is." And it's like, "Oh my gosh, I can't watch these same people in this bar for years like you are." But I, I'm glad you're having fun. Mm-hmm. But my that was one show for my dad. He was like, he's like, it's it's the same people coming in with stupid problems and their friends making fun of them because they all find themselves at this bar eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, it's that's, so fun. That's like, um, I got bored after like the fifteenth season, but he kept going. It's not a sitcom, in the same way that 
these are with like live with laugh tracks and everything. But this is a sitcom that I love today. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. And see, I was going to talk about that a little bit because so we're talking about like what the old format looked like. Mm-hmm. I'd say what the new format is today is like it's always sunny in Philadelphia and New Girl, mm-hmm. where it's they've taken away the studio audience. They've taken away the laugh track, but they've still left room for those laughs, but they've also made it quicker, like a lot of quips and a lot mm-hmm. of character saying stuff. I remember watching New Girl with you when it premiered Oh yeah, because we it was super funny. Uh, Zoe Deschanel was like a dream girl for me at that time and mm-hmm. was my man crush. Um, and was your man crush? Did I say man? You did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Should I keep that in? That's a, Absolutely. I'm, we're so tired. All Absolutely. right. Absolutely. <laughs> I was a man that had a crush on Zoe Deschanel. This is gonna be. My wife's gonna laugh at this later because this is literally what I do all the time. I before I left, I like said something about. I was trying to say I didn't fall asleep at a good time last night, and I was like, I didn't fall asleep till a really good time last night. And she's like, What did you just say? And it's like, no, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> like, New Girl has that. It, you can tell it's from the same vein, Mm-mm. but they've just taken a few things out, and it's single camera. They kind of let the characters explore different places because, you know, it's not half of a stage anymore. Right. And Always Sunny in Philadelphia, I feel like, it's really interesting in the fact that it's it's in that same vein, but they took the humor, like, to the back row. Oh, Yeah. What, it is a weird show. I love it though. I I actually really like I like I haven't watched the new season at all, and I am avoiding like watching any spoilers about it because I know it's really weird. Is it? Are they on the final season? It's like the thirteenth season. I thought they were done. No, they they the new a new season is. Just, are they still on FX? Or do they move? I, I think it's still on FX. I none of them have been popping up on Hulu. Hulu has all of them except for the new season. Um, I have to watch that. And but explain to people what that show is. Okay, so I want to see you try. It's just a show about these people that own a bar together, and I mean, as close to in a way of like Seinfeld as as as, as Seinfeld as mm-hmm. a, a new version of Seinfeld could be, to where it's literally these people <laughs> something will something will show up. Somebody will say something that they you know they go to a bar one time and they get shushed by a guy and then that is like the driving force behind the entire episode is <laughs> them getting really annoyed that that guy shushed them and like you don't you don't do that. I think you're forgetting a major point though. Imagine I was just talking about Cheers. Uh-huh. Imagine Cheers, but everybody is extremely stupid. <laughs> extremely stupid. Or no, but like not even that. Like every person is very. Terrible. Like they're terrible people, but like, uh, the uh Dennis, the Dennis Reynolds, one of the guys, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but like, he is progressively getting Glenn Howard. Glenn Howard. Yeah. Yeah. He is progressively getting more and more like a sociopath, like like a very crazy sociopath, like, um. I mean, like, I won't spoil it because you haven't seen it, but, like, it gets really extreme in this. In I've this seen the twice. first couple seasons. I honestly stopped just because Katie was like, I don't feel comfortable you watching that show. It seems very inappropriate. He, he and gets, I was like, I don't think it's that bad. And then I was like, 
I can see what you mean. <laughs> yeah, and then and then like, well, I I love that they try to throw the entire trope on the head of like, as a show gets more money, as a show gets better. Typically in the show, one thing that always happens is the people actually start to look better. <laughs> like like you get like the people take care of themselves more. They're able to. They're making more money. They're they're you know they're they're. They become famous. They become famous, yeah, and they're trying to take care of themselves a little bit better, I guess. And it almost any show that you watch through the years, like as the people age, it's like you can see they're they're making it, and so they're taking care better care of themselves or something. Like they they get more money behind putting them on the camera. And one dude got fat. And then Mac got fat. Like the guy literally like made sure that he got fat for that exact reason. Like he put on those pounds. Didn't he become diabetic because of it? I thought I was reading something about that. I don't know if that. he did. Um, Kudos to him if he did. But yeah, I mean, like, and there, what's awesome about the show, though, one thing that makes the show really j- meld really well is that all the people on the on that show are great friends. They even got Danny DeVito in there. Two of them are married. Danny DeVito and Charlie Day. <laughs> when did that? No, but it's actually Charlie Day. Uh, or no, um, uh, Mac and D. Yep. They're married, but so is Charlie and Waitress. Yep, Mary Elizabeth, Mary who Elizabeth, yeah. isn't was a new girl too. Yes. And it was Nick's first love interest at the beginning yes. of the show. She's actually really you know funny. That, you know that the guy uh, Johnson. What's his name? Johnson. What show? J- New girl. Nick Johnson. Nick, Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson, thank you. His name's Nick in the show. His name's Nick. Uh, he's actually voicing Peter Parker. In, in Spider-Verse. In Spider-Verse, yeah. yeah. I'm excited about it. I actually just John Mulaney's in it, too. As, as Spider-Ham. <laughs> I was watching the trailer and for Nick that. Cage. Huh? Nick Cage is also in it as one of the Spider-Men. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should he be allowed to like, be in a studio? He's, he's playing a really, like, crazy Spider-Man. And I think it's going to be great. <laughs> that makes sense because Nick Cage is real crazy. He's uh, absolutely 100%. Yeah. Uh, but Probably finding the declaration right now as we speak. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, Jake Johnson uh, playing Peter Parker is exciting. Uh, but, no, but back to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Just I think that that is essentially... That was a big change of how people saw what could be or is acceptable in sitcoms in our culture. <laughs> so, real quick, I'm reading the trivia about... In June 2011, New York Daily News reported that Rob McKellen... McKellen, yeah. Whatever. Rob's character had gained 50 pounds in the previous six months, specifically so that he and the other writers for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia would be able to start making, open quotation mark, fat jokes, close it, <laughs> capitalizing on the pun Big Mac. A gain or loss of 50 pounds in six months represents a very rapid and potentially unhealthy rate of weight change. I, I think it's... Uh, good, good for him. Um, I don't know if they ever, they ever called him Big Mac ever in the show. I just remember it was just like... it was. They, they did. The I joke, remember once. The joke was just like all about him like, I'm, just, I'm cultivating mass. I'm cultivating <laughs> mass. And, and then like, uh, Dennis is like, well, stop cultivating and start harvesting. <laughs> I'm a five-star man. Hmm. Um, it's like you're walking around with chimichangas in your pockets <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, or a bag full of chimichangas back to the Spideyverse really quick uh-huh. my favorite part if if you haven't seen the trailer go watch yeah. the trailer uh, there's a part that all the Spider-Mans are trying to avoid somebody and they're on the ceiling 
And I remember they're just like moving from side to side. And I just remember I was like, oh, that's funny. And I didn't know John Mulaney was in. And all of a sudden John Mulaney's like, do you think it'd be bad if we said something? I mean, do animals talk on this planet? And I was like, I paused and started laughing because I was like, I love John Mulaney. It's like, I don't want to freak His him out. show, which was, a, he tried to make a show that was like Seinfeld 2.0. Which one was it? Oh, uh, Mulaney. Mulaney, yeah. 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 And I liked it. I'll oh, admit yeah. I liked it. It had Nassim Patrad, who ended up being on New Girl, funny enough. And then John Mulaney. Um, the guy that voices Tina on Bob's Burgers was a stagehand on the show. And I remember that made me laugh because I was like, oh my gosh, it's Tina. First off, that's a man. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. Because I didn't know the cast by then, but I liked it. It got canceled, and pretty much he was like, well, I mean, we tried to make something that I thought would be acceptable that I guess people don't really watch as much anymore, which goes to point three in this podcast. Is the traditional sitcom dead? Traditionally, yes. See, I, until last night or early this morning, depends on how you look at the clock, I saw a ton of commercials for new sitcoms that were like the multi-camera, laugh track, like obviously a stage, well, not laugh track, stage and live audience. I guess ABC still is pushing these out. Well, sure. Like they have live... Yes. (laughs) They have laugh tracks? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any new ones that are coming. Like... I know, like I said, there was. I don't know if it's still on or not. I rem- one that I remember existed was one called Two Broke Girls." I think is on Fox. Yeah, that was one. Um, Fox, I don't think is doing them as much anymore. But I know ABC, which from everything I've read, I guess ABC still has a lot of the older community watching, uh-huh. and so they're kind of making stuff for their audience. Whereas Fox, on the other hand, it's funny because I'd say Fox is going. They've created the new format. You've got. You know, New Girl, Always Sunny in Philadelphia that we've talked about. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I think moved to Fox, if I recall right. It moved... From NBC to Fox? From Fox. From Fox. To NBC. Oh, okay. Yes, because Fox had canceled it, actually. Oh, I forgot about that. Which made me very sad, because I love that show, too. Yeah. I don't know if many people think do that. And see, I feel like what they did was they looked at it and they're like, okay, what's the one thing that people are getting onto us for? The laugh track. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we can get rid of the live audience, and now we can just take one camera wherever we want, and we le- really let the characters develop and move beyond just their homes and their apartments, which is something I remember with New Girl. Mm-hmm. I remember watching New Girl with you and being like, okay, uh, this is obviously in that format, but it's new and it's fresh in the way that they get to go more places, mm-hmm. the camera gets to really focus on the expressions and things that characters are doing, and I think that is better than the old format. I know that the old laugh track live studio audience thing is going to be something that maybe like our parents see as like, oh, you can't beat it. And I think it's got a place in my heart. I still watch Everybody Loves Raymond on occasion. But at the same time, I mean, it just, who wants to do a show that you have to have a whole room full of like 60 people right. just to get it off the ground? And also like, what if you make a show and like they don't laugh at the jokes that you planned for and then... I feel like it'd be troublesome. Mm-hmm. Whereas nowadays, like, you can edit it together a little nicer, I'd assume, and, like, get really what you want out of it. You can let the actors really show more than just stage enthusiasm, but, like, do, like, micro interactions mm-hmm. in a way. 
I yeah. think those are words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. I'll allow it. Uh, <laughs> no, but, yeah, there's I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of really good modern sitcoms, but they don't fall into that traditional sitcom style. Mm-hmm. And and I I am a hundred percent okay with it moving away from that. I think I think um, that was for people that are kind of like have this idea of. Uh, you know, they enjoy watching the stage play. They enjoy going and doing something. Well, mm-hmm. I actually think it's just less cost effective to actually have like a studio audience. I think. Yeah. I think. I think it's more smart financially, especially off getting something off the ground. Just to, especially in today's day and age of just being able to launch something onto the internet. If if that's yeah. how you wanted to promote yourself the first time around, just being like, by the way, we created this. Throw it out there. See if it gets a response. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the pilots start out like yeah. Brats and Bretta they've talked about before. Like they shot a whole thing that ended up being a pilot for an NBC show that sadly I don't think it hit the mm-hmm. air for very long. But uh, like, yeah, you don't need the big studio audience to spread the word anymore. You don't word anymore. You don't need like you know almost just word of mouth. You just have you have more things to do than that. And I think that's why a lot of the change was because the way that we consume and then also talk about what we enjoy has mm-hmm. changed. But I I think the old format's going to be there a little longer. I think a- ABC, I think, is the powerhouse still making them, um, which it's funny because ABC's really gotten into the, like, dramas lately, which is funny, to have a company that's doing, like, uh, lone, is it Lone Survivor, Last Survivor? Designated Survivor. Sure. ABC made that a serious like drama Mm -hmm. but then they're also promoting equally as much these other like laugh track i think maybe even studio audience so sitcoms according to situational comedies businessinsider.com the 12 best tv shows on broadcast networks right now ranked didn't give me all 12 i would feel like a big dummy if i didn't say all 12 (laughs) Um, I guess number 12 is Great News on NBC. Great News. Designated. Uh, Tina Fey and Robert Carlock are executive producers. Great News has a tone of sensibility very similar to 30 Rock and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um, Wait, that's Tina Fey and her husband. Robert Carlock? I'm almost positive. You could be right. Uh, Designated Survivor on NBC. That's out there. I liked it. Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Love it. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, Blackish. Uh, Never seen it. I've heard it's good. I've actually seen two episodes of it. Was it good? It was all right. Yeah, I liked it. I, I like. I watched it at work actually one day. Is it a laugh track sitcom? Um, I or right now. Rel is the laugh track one, right? What? There's a show called Rel. I think. Fresh off the boat. You ever watch that? Mm-mm. I haven't actually either. I know what it is. Do we just watch white people shows? Maybe we uh, should change that. I'm saying I have a handful Crazy of, white people in bars. I have a handful of friends that have watched this and love this show. Hmm. Love it. Um, Superstore on NBC. Uh, Jane, I like that. Jane the Virgin on the CW. Never seen it. It's a CW show. To me, it's like... I don't a, like CW. It's like, I'm sorry. Man, is it going to be a comedy? Is it going to be really a sitcom? Or is, or is it, it, 
I, I feel like CW means melodrama. S- somewhere it's going to be a melodrama, and then there's going to be someone with a cape. <laughs> most, most yeah, time. sometimes it's a melodrama about people. But they with won't capes. ever call that person what they should be called. They'll always call him Green Arrow, Magic Fly, Red and Blue Cape Guy. Yeah, yeah. No, blue, blue, blue Blur. Blue Blur. <laughs> uh, Bob's Burgers on Fox. Bob's Burgers yes. is fantastic. Yes. Uh, this is Us. NBC. <laughs> I was going to watch that show. Somebody that we both know, uh-huh. I won't say his name, ruined like half of it for me at my niece's birthday party. I don't think he meant to. It's not a relative of mine. I don't think he meant to. But I just was asking about it because he was talking to someone else about it. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, he literally told me all of season one. <laughs> and I was like, mm, guess guess I won't watch it this then. This is a show, this, this is not a sitcom, this is broadcast network shows, I guess, so it's not going to be just sitcoms, but um, a show that I actually watched through the first season with Brittany, and we really liked it. Your fiancé. My fiancé. Fiancé. Uh, it was Riverdale. I gave it a shot. Uh-huh. I liked it. Uh-huh. Katie didn't like it. Hey. But Katie doesn't like anything. <laughs> So I can't. I mean, if it's Gilmore Girls, she's on board. That's a, or fixer upper. That's about it. Uh, crazy ex girlfriend on the CW once again. Melodrama. I feel like that's gonna be melodrama. The Good Place on NBC. Do you I like that? Like, I feel like this one is absolutely a sitcom. Have you seen it? I have not. I've seen all of season one. It's interesting. Yeah. Do you know who made that? Uh, Michael Shore. Michael Shore. You know who that is? Yes, I do. What does he do? I don't know what else he does, but I do know his face. I'm pretty sure he worked on The Office. Isn't that the Michael Shore that did The Office? Um, Michael Gordon Shore? Yeah, I don't know his name. <laughs> don't, you, don't you know his middle name? No. Um, he, he worked on White Chicks. Maybe I meant Michael. This Michael Shore. I'd say there's. Oh, this one. This one's just a composer. I don't know. I think that's. Pretty sure that's the same guy that did The Office. I might be wrong because I'm sleepy. It's not because I'm stupid. That's another problem. Okay, maybe. All right. Um, Though you brought up John Mulaney earlier, and I didn't know if you have ever have you watched his. It was the Netflix. Him and Nick Kroll did. uh, Big Mouth. No. Oh, that's that's awful. About to say that's what they did. I couldn't finish it. That is, it, it's, it's that gross. was the most uncomfortable thing. Yeah, it's animated. Um, if it was live action, it'd be illegal. Yeah, it was an animated show about kids going through puberty, and uh, my brother loved it. He told me about it. I gave it like a, I kid you not, it was probably about forty five seconds, and I was like, what on earth? This is inappropriate. Yeah. Uh, no, it's his Broadway show with him and Nick Kroll called Oh Hello. Yes. I love it. Is it good? It's so funny. Didn't he get an Emmy for that? I don't know. I uh, he got an Emmy this year. Was it for that? It wasn't for Mulaney because they canceled it. <laughs> Could have been for his stand-ups. His stand-ups are also fantastic. Could have because I uh, he had a new stand-up that actually came out earlier this year, mm-hmm. and I watched that, and it was fantastic. Um, I don't know if it got an award or not. It doesn't say like 102 minutes it, I, I thought it was hilarious I, I've watched it twice I'll have to give it a shot yeah it's they're, they're old men 
<laughs> oh, they are. They 100% are old men. Old roommates have lived together a long time. <laughs> wow. And it's hilarious. Because all it is is kind of a, uh, they're just, they're there on the, st- they're there on the show. They're, it's, a, it's like a very fourth wall breaking routine. Hmm. And it's amazing. Goodness. I'll have to give that a shot. Twice, I'm sure. I haven't been on Netflix a lot lately. I've mostly been on Hulu. Hmm. I just finished so The Looming the, Towers today. So you're the person keeping Hulu alive. What? No, I'm just kidding. Say, a lot of people like Hulu. I, I have Hulu. I like Hulu. I think, I think it's I good. Finished The Looming Towers today. Mm-hmm. The last episode was really inappropriate. It was good, mm-hmm. but I didn't like how it ended, but that's mm-hmm. because it's the premise of the show. Uh, that reminds <laughs> We're pretty me. much in the portion of the show where we talk about what we've been watching lately. <laughs> but anyway... We're going to cut this off because we're at 52. Oh, wow. uh, I might shim some, some of that. <laughs> Gosh, the spirit of Jake is back. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for listening. If you want to see more, go to our YouTube channel, The Locals Media, or you can go on our Facebook. We, op- up- we upload... <laughs> we upload one weekly to our Facebook. You can go there and you can find everything you want. You can go there you can find more podcasts. Oh, sorry, Don Coyone. Please leave the room. Uh, you can go yeah. on our Facebook. You can find more podcasts. We upload them weekly. Um, so, yeah, we'll see you later. I don't know why I said um. I knew what I was going to say. Bye. So have a good night. Yep.